0: how's it going what's going on in your kind of corner of the insurance sales and software world hey Joey.
1: Uh, so first and foremost thank you for having me on I
0: appreciate it
1: um, you know I think it's just like anything else uh, you know right now is an interesting time for us all um, and so you know things are busy uh, things are you know kind of you know, booming for us but yeah, there's a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainties, especially in the insurance world currently, and uh, we're we're excited to kind of face those challenges.
0: Yeah, like you said, it is. It always seems like for the last I don't know how many years it's been sort of that an exciting time in terms of I'm I'm assuming you know referencing just the kind of the boom in, in technology and this focus on trying to be more efficient and doing things like that. Um, was there a moment that really clicked for you guys in terms of like, oh, this is happening, this is taking off? Uh, was there kind of one singularity that, that stood out or, or what's it looked like on your side of the fence?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure that there was that one single aha moment, but, you know the past 6 months for us specifically you know blit you know our our sales with our with our CRM platform blitz you know our auto dialer uh, call logic you know we we specialize for those in the cleaning industry with janitorial manager and then lastly you know we've got our voice over internet phone system align uh, you know a number of systems kind of under our umbrella and what we've learned is that businesses today, you know, agencies, you know, in, in the insurance world today, they're also excited at the cutting edge technology that's coming out and you know, the, everyone's under the impression that if if I don't evolve with what's happening, I'll get left behind and and so that's kind of where we come in giving, you know, agency owners and business owners across the globe opportunities to stay ahead of the curve
0: what what's kind of your been your journey into this i mean you know i don't know if you grew up wanting to you know develop you know solutions for insurance agents and sales professionals and things like that but like how how like where does your passion lie in all this in terms of of like you said helping people not get left behind
1: sure yeah i mean i've
0: ever since I was a little kid,
1: I mean I think I had my my first business when I was nine years old, <laughs> and you know, I'd, you know i'd I'd find things, fix them up, and resell them and so i've always been passionate about providing you know customers you know prospects consumers an opportunity to you know have situations in their life be better and i I've been motivated by that ever since I was a little kid. And so when an opportunity presented itself for me to step into the software world and more specifically appealing to business owners, whether that be insurance or across the spectrum, uh, it really excited me because that's something that I've been motivated and passionate about my whole life. And to see the benefits that our software can bring because we use it every single day in house You know, we're, we're kind of like the chef who taste tests our food first and we know it's delicious and we're confident when we serve it. So, you know, because it's used in house and, and, and couple it with my passion and my motivation for helping others, it's really been a perfect fit. And it's, it's been exciting to see the growth.
0: I'd be curious to know what, what do you think is, you know, you talked about opportunity. What is maybe that? next opportunity that you kind of see that maybe everybody else hasn't really caught onto yet that, you know, within, you know, obviously the insurance space is where we like to kind of, uh, you know, do our business, but you know, what is that? What is that? Is there something that you're saying like, Oh man, it's right there. It's right there. You guys got to get it. Uh, or, or maybe there's not, I don't know. I'm curious what what you've seen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I think there's still a lot of kind of the old school, you know, Excel spreadsheets mentality. Well, I, you know, I've got everything on spreadsheets. Um, and, and while that's fine, I mean, and, and that's benefited companies for a number of years. Um, you know, the, t- the technology that exists and primarily the automation that exists, really having software kind of behind the scenes, almost as a virtual assistant, um, you know, working on your behalf. Um, that's. I think that is the next big thing. It's the automation, and you hear that word thrown around a lot. Automation. Well, this is automated. That's automated. Um, and I think there's a difference between you know what folks claim to be automation and then true automation, where you can kind of sit back, prop your feet up, have a cup of coffee. Meanwhile, the software that that we utilize and and, and try to you know get in the hands of our customers is is true automation it's true behind the scenes magic where it's you know helping you do your job and helping you be more efficient and ultimately allowing you to focus on what's truly important and that's the day-to-day building your business establishing your brand and being more efficient
0: yeah you know like you said there probably is still more spreadsheets out there than you would like to admit (laughs) um you know i I looked at one recently in the last 24 hours so I'm, i'm as guilty as anybody but um what do you, what does it look like if if you're gonna if you're having that sort of intervention moment like hey hold on this there's a better way maybe we don't need to do this you know a visual torture to yourself anymore what what's that first step from you know going from spreadsheets to maybe even just having something as simple as a five sequence email going uh, you know is there sort of that what, what does that conversation look like for you
1: yeah I think in technology in general can be a scary thought. A lot of people feel like most of this stuff is quote unquote over their heads, right? And then, and then sometimes we need to remember that most of us walk around with the supercomputer in our pocket and we look at it 90% of the day. Uh, so we're very comfortable with technology and yet we have this apprehension towards it. Um, So, you know, that conversation simply begins that way. I mean, every day we're inundated with technology and most of us have become experts around it. Uh, And yet we have this kind of initial fear of something new and something different. And yet, you know, when, you know, when our smartphones first hit the market or we first bought it, we spent the first day or two navigating our way around it. Very quickly, we learned that we're capable of learning these new things and embracing technology and then ultimately utilizing it to benefit ourselves.
0: That, that is a very good point as, as we are very comfortable when it comes to being able to, um, easily numb like our mind, you know, to the things that are around us, right? It's like, Hey, we've got easy distractions. What, what's the hurdle with taking it to the business front, right? Does it feel like it's more work? Does it feel like, Oh, I can't see the end in sight versus again, getting a quick social media fix?
1: You know, I think that's the challenge with, um, you know, showing, Others, this technology and, and ultimately how it can make life more efficient. Like you said, we're constantly bombarded and we're distracted. And then social media provides us that instant gratification mindset. Um, and so technology serves a, a really good purpose. It at times can, you know, not, not serve a great purpose, but that's, you know, not what we focus on that our, our, our drive and our desire is to show how technology can actually make life more efficient for you and increase opportunity. And, and so, you know, while we are constantly bombarded with distractions, you know, what we offer is the ability to kind of, you know, free ourselves from those distractions and allow the automation that, that works in the background of our software to make your life easier.
0: Yeah, you know, and this is something that I've always been curious about, uh, you know, talking about coming from as simple as a spreadsheet or to, you know, a single one-off sort of email sequence to, you know, where people I think get maybe sometimes carried away with automation in terms of like, again, I think maybe this might lead to where some of the implementation kind of gets, uh, you know, paralyzed. But is there a sweet spot that you've kind of seen businesses implement that, you know, hey, listen, you don't need to go crazy with it if you really get you know, these kind of four or five things in place, then you're really going to have a nice foundation to really build from in any which direction as opposed to just trying to automate everything and anything, just having it be this uncontrollable monster.
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And so, you know, I think it's important to understand industry best practices, right? Because the automation, like you said, if, if it's not on a specifically length leash it it can kind of run amok and it can run out of control and and I, and I think that's the secret is understanding industry best practices, understanding how the automation can best fit in a particularly a particular industry rather, you know, like like the insurance world. I, there's a fine dance that anyone whose insurance does with uh, making sure that they show a potential customer or prospect the value um, without being pushy or without um, having too much all at once in everybody's face. (laughs) And so that's the secret, right? Is understanding industry best practices, which is, you know, something that we've done, you know, for over a decade now and understanding that, that delicate balance between what's too much or vice versa, what's not enough. All
0: right, AJ, I'm going to hit you with this. Uh, it doesn't need to be the best, but what is your personal kind of favorite or thing that you think is maybe most effective in terms of the number one best practice in insurance? You know, so twofold.
1: Um, you know, number one, again, kind of referring back to that delicate balance, uh, making sure that, you know, uh, we're not, you know, you know, we have that personalized touch, right? Because a lot of how we're successful in the in- insurance industry is word of mouth and, and, and families and generations. And so obviously that personal touch and making sure they understand you're there for them, but without, you know, kind of shoving it in their face. But number two, I think, and most importantly, is separating value and price, right? Um, sometimes as humans, we can kind of believe that the two are one and the same and they're not, um, you know, price is what you pay. And sometimes the price is the price. And we very rarely apologize for price, uh, rightfully so. But value is what for that price, it brings you. And, you know, whether it, it whether it's peace of mind, or compliance, or, um, you know, just knowing that you've got something implemented in the event that something could occur. And, and the unknowns are scary things in life. But I think the, the number one overall secret is getting others to acknowledge the fact that there is a difference between price and value. And if they prefer value over price, then we all can be successful together.
0: Yeah, I always like to let the price inform the value, you know, and make it all relative. Um, so that's, that's great. And I think, you know, like you said, we, we sometimes let that kind of dictate and dominate in a ways the conversation, but something that I'm not necessarily as familiar with that I think has become, I don't know, you maybe tell me, maybe I just haven't been paying attention long enough, but something that has become more and more prevalent, at least in my, just kind of in my peripheral is, is the ido dialing, right? Uh, and that's something that I would, I would think could, border on losing that sort of personal touch, right? How do you see that implemented? How do you how do you fight against again having it just run amok uh, yeah. going crazy? Um, what is what does this look like in terms of an agency that probably is still, you know, picking up the phone manually, making these calls, like how does this how does this fit into the overall piece so, of the podcast?
1: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, and I, you know, I just to clarify to clarify a few things. There is a there is a difference between kind of that robo dialer uh, and and a dialing assistant like uh, Call Logic, which is what we offer. A dialing assistant is great in the fact that there's still a person on the other end. Um, and you're waiting for a call to connect. You can simply upload, uh, we're going to refer back to that spreadsheet thing again. You can upload a spreadsheet, create a calling campaign or you know it can integrate with a number of CRMs. Um, and, and then you can simply click start dialing. And the beauty of it is, Really about increasing opportunities and increasing efficiencies, whether you're a new salesperson or you're, you're, you've been doing this for a long, long time. Sometimes that phone can get heavy between phone calls. And with a dialing assistant, we kind of remove that and we give somebody the opportunity to have these You know, kind of these back to back to back opportunities and update notes accordingly. Keep that personalized touch because it's not a robo dialer where you're waiting for somebody to pick up. There's a three or four second delay and then you're like, Oh, hello, Mr. Smith. (laughs) That's, that's, you're right. That can remove the personalized touch from it all. But with the dialing assistant, simply just multiplying by three times the amount of, uh, you know, touch points that you can have in a day. Uh, that has brought a, a great deal of success to not only ourselves, but a number of you know thousands of agencies that have embraced kind of the the auto dialer, the the call logic product that we offer. Thus, and, th- and this is the key here, increasing opportunity.
0: Yeah, that uh, that three seconds—it feels like it gets into its own space-time continuum where it feels like it lasts forever. And if you're on the other end of it, I always like to think, ah, do I want to hang around and screw with this person a little bit because you kind of know what's coming. Um, so that's, that's, you know, that's obviously probably, like you said, a good reason not to have that in place because it allows it to just, I would assume, feel like a, a regular, old, you know, phone call, right? You know, somebody's calling, you answer, there's no really hesitation. And, um, and it's a better experience. Would that be correct? Oh, absolutely.
1: And, and the beautiful thing is too, with, with our dialing assistant, logic is you can pre-record up to six, voicemails and so let's say you do catch the dreaded voicemail inbox by a simple click of a button, you can leave that oh. per, that personalized pre-recorded voicemail, voicemail. Meanwhile, from an efficiency standpoint, you've already moved on to the next phone call. So the software, uh, you know, has is leaving that voicemail for you, um, and meanwhile, you're on to the next call. Again, increasing your opportunities by three times, and simple mathematics would tell you: the more opportunities you can create, the more opportunities you can ultimately create for success
0: now you just kind of broke my brain a little bit how, like if you're pre-recording six like voice messages how how creative can you what have you seen in terms of like because you obviously can't say the person's name right it's like hey steve just you know i thought i'd catch you but how do you how do you get around that what like what what do you what have you seen people do with those pre-recorded voicemails
1: you know you can get creative with the pre-recorded voicemails and, and just you know uh, there's an old sales trick out there that instead of saying, how are you doing? Or I hope you're doing well. Um, you can say something along the lines of, Hey, how have you been? You know, and, and yeah. what that, what that subliminally implies is that you guys have a relationship together, whether it's the first call or the tenth call. And so you can get creative with these pre-recorded voicemails, um, and you could, you know, hey, I'm really sorry I missed you, you know, and then you know go into your quick kind of 15 second pitch, call me back type of thing. So yeah, I mean, just from a simple sales tactic, right? There are some things that you can say to kind of subliminally plant those seeds, if you will, to, to perk their interest to go, hey, you know what? I, th- I think I need to call Joey back.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's like kind of like secretly, I I'm great at forgetting. Like if I'm, if I meet somebody for the first time, I'm terrible at remembering their name. And right. so it's like how many times, you know, I pride myself on being able to get through a conversation like for like 10, 15 minutes without having to say the person's name again, you know, it's like, so it's like using that trick, right? It's like, ah, uh, you know, pretending like you forgot their name. So you can but still be personal. I don't know if you suffer from that, but I feel terrible.
1: You know, I. Um, yeah, I used to suffer from that, right? And then, you know, with the, with the call logic piece and then we integrate it with our flagship software, Blitz sales software, which is our CRM. Um, you know, I don't, I don't have to worry about that anymore because of the timestamped notes and I have that personalized touch. And, you know, I, I, I sometimes forget what I had for dinner last night, let alone the last time that I spoke with somebody a week ago and they told me that their wife, yeah. you know, had the flu. And then, um, but with that all being kind of documented and logged right in front of me, I can just say, hey, you know, last time we spoke, you you said your wife was sick. Hopefully she's feeling better. Again, applying that personalized touch.
0: Yeah. Now I'm going to take this to the next level, AJ, a little bit here. And you tell me if this is, I'm just kind of spitballing in terms of like how I would maybe see this playing out. But let's say like you said you could use a spreadsheet or I'm assuming it maybe connects into you know you guys have your own proprietary software I don't know if it opens up but let's say you you have worked some of these leads right and and you've determined them to be a we'll, we'll use a fancy marketing term you know marketing qualified lead right sure They've done enough taken enough actions to where they warrant some type of contact um I'm assuming you could upload a, you could probably program it with that specifically you know extra warm list and then I'm assuming you see results you know even even higher when you kind of put those two together when they've already been primed with something else. Um, And then you just, this is kind of the sledgehammer that comes in when they're really ready to go.
1: Yeah, exactly. If you're using a CRM like Blitz, you can certainly sort and narrow down uh you know these these warm leads or potentially these hot leads and then click the you know dial now or start dialing now button and, and rifle through those uh that campaign. Um or if you're simply using a spreadsheet, that's okay too. You can you can sort through you know many spreadsheet you know, providers and then simply upload that particular calling campaign click start dialing you know with call logic the beauty of it uh kind of twofold number one we're TCPA and DNC compliant so you don't have to worry about scrubbing calls it's going to do that for you um, and then number two it can be done from literally any phone you can do it from your office phone you can do it from your cell phone um, it you know it's all about utilizing technology increasing opportunities um, and then in the example that you provided Narrowing down the list at times to focus on whom you believe may you know be somebody that you know you've got an increased opportunity with.
0: Have you seen any sort of um, again going back to those best practices in terms of increasing the success, in terms of times, in terms of just sort of like when to kind of really go in, or is this like because you know, a lot of it it seems like it's been focused on you know you get in at nine o'clock and you end you punch out at five and it's just I've been able to make three times more phone calls than I would have during that eight hour time span. Or are you finding that, you know, people are really paying attention to, you know, when they call, you know, what's happening around that, you know, day and week, um, to, to try and increase the success.
1: Yeah. You know, so what I've learned throughout the course of business is a- at times that important phone call doesn't come in between the hours of, of nine to five. Uh, even though you may be plugging away, uh, Between those hours, you know, you may you may step away from your office desk and then that important phone call comes in. So, you know, in addition to the, you know, the auto dialer, the CRM, we actually provide a a voice over Internet phone system called Align. That allows you through the, an app on your phone. I know a big surprise there, but uh, you know, through an app on your phone, being able to have your work desk on your phone at all times. Your you know your work phone on your phone. So if it's 5:05 and you're starting up your car in the parking lot, and that call comes into your extension at your desk. It can ring your cell phone as well. You can answer it, and if that was the if that was the sale or if that was the deal that you were just one phone call away from the close, you didn't miss that opportunity. You didn't give somebody another 24 hours to think about their decision. Uh, and so, again, kind of just reverting back to the technology piece, we're, we're apprehensive, but once you embrace it and once you realize the benefits that it can bring you, um, you know, it just really opens up. You know, no pun intended here, but the, you know, the sky's the limit.
0: Speaking of the sky, speaking of the limits, I've got two more questions for you. Yeah. Uh, depending, who knows, we might get crazy depending on the answers, but, um, first, what are you most excited about in terms of like what's right around the corner? Like where are we, where are we about to get? We talked about, you know, again, being more spreadsheet focused than maybe necessary, but what, what is right there within reach that, you know, hey, we should be paying attention to that is going to have an impact, um, sooner than later. It, it's the automation, Joey. I mean, it, it's uh, you know there are
1: many mornings where I come in still sleepy-eyed. I'm I'm not bright bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in the morning. Um, but what the automation has done, you know, with our software in the background before I've even had my cup of coffee, um, it's set a schedule for me. It's set appointments. It's sent out personalized emails on my behalf. Three days after our initial touch point, reminding the individual that, Hey, I'm still here. If you have any questions or you want to follow up with a quote, um, let's talk. I'm here. And then, you know, there are times where I come in, in the morning and I've got five or six or 10 emails and I'm like, I don't remember sending those out. And then it dawns on me that, you know, the automated programs and solutions that we offer, that's, that's, what did that for me and and that's what kept opportunities alive for me when you know maybe I forgot or maybe I'm having a particularly rough morning <laughs> and the automation is what really excites me and where we've seen success and ultimately where our thousands of, of customers have seen success with with call logic is is simply the automation. Of course, call recording as well, being able to play back a, a conversation that was maybe, maybe had a week ago. You could, you could have it in note form, but a simple click of a button to hear the nature of the conversation, re- refresh my memory, and then I can proceed with the, with the next call. So the automation. I know I, it sounds like we've kind of beat that into the ground today, but that is what truly excites me for like the next big thing around the corner. Um, you know, just simply having, you know, kind of almost like, you know, a shadow self working behind the scenes for you.
0: Yeah. So, all right. I don't know if you know the answer. I don't know if you'll know the answer to this question off the top of your head, but I'm going to add one in real quick. What's the, what's the, I like, again, talking about emails and and I think a lot of agents dismiss um, subject lines when they're sending these, these emails Um if you don't know which, I guess the question that I wanted to ask was, what you, which subject line do you see the most replies from? Like, which one actually gets people to hit reply? Like you said, I don't remember sending that email. Like, is there is there one subject line that stands out? Or if not, like, what's your overall kind of favorite subject line? Maybe best practice or whatever, but just, like, what do you like to see in terms of getting people to open and then hit reply? You know, I think a thought-provoking question, or maybe even an
1: open-ended question where they go, hmm, I think I need to provide an answer to this, right? So, you know, instead of hey, how are you? I mean, that's super boring, right? Yeah. So, asking a question like have you made the switch? And then they go okay, the switch to what, <laughs> right? And so, you know, kind of, you know, having them open the email and see the body and then hopefully r- reply. Um, you know, it's it's kind of strange to see the, the evolution of, you know, s- sales and the approach and, and and even in the insurance industry. For a while there, you know, we didn't – all we did was email, right? And it was email. Just email me, right? And, and I'll answer an email. But now I've seen it kind of trending back the other way to the phone calls. I, I think sometimes, especially with social media and, and technology, we can kind of get so disconnected from our fellow Human beings that we forget that, you know, we can pick up the phone and and talk to each other. And so. You know the the thought-provoking question that that can ultimately stimulate a phone conversation, I think, is 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 key.
0: Yeah, it's always been my gold standard. It's, hey, what makes the phone ring? You know, have you compelled somebody enough to actually pick up the phone? Um, I will say I have to appreciate good, uh, you know, getting just tons of cold emails. You know, they're getting more creative, which I appreciate. I think I got yeah. one this morning. Like, drinks are on me. I'm like, interesting. I don't drink, but you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. But I like I like the creativity. And sometimes I feel compelled to just reward them based on their their creative efforts. Um, but two, back to the efficiency, uh, you know, sometimes a, a five, 10 minute phone call is way more efficient than trying to write, you know, a grapes of wrath length type response to, you know, the four or five questions you're always like, you're know, going back and editing it. So I think, I think that's an overlooked, you know, avenue as well too, is that, like you said, I think it's just that sometimes it's more efficient just to talk. Last question though, AJ. Sure. Maybe it's fair. Maybe it's not, uh, forget the corner. We're blown past everything. What, is the future looking like for you? What are you excited to kind of get to, not today, not tomorrow, but but what should we be preparing for longer term uh, and what role are you excited to play in that? You know, uh,
1: personally, I, um, I'm i still waiting on that jetpack. I, I, I think I was promised that years ago. Um, still waiting on that. Uh, but I, I think, you know, kind of honing into... You know, our craft, you know, w- above and beyond the corner. Um, I actually hope that the use of technology allows us to become more personable with each other again. I, I, I'm hoping that social media, while it does have its place, is, is just a fad that will dissolve away one day. I mean, maybe that's a, a false hope, but I, I hope that. Down the, you know, 5, 10, 15 years, whatever it is, kind of like, you know, the future will allow us to do what we've always done great. And that's, you know, communicate with one another and genuinely care about what others need and, and how, especially in business, you know, your product or your solution can bring them value, bring them a benefit. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that through the advent of technology, we get back to the basics and that's, to be able to communicate with one another on a personal level and establish relationships and partnerships, um, and kind of move away from the impersonal feelings that you know some technology and social media has created.